Audio Mo, day 21, um, a fairly blustery, grey and rainy day in uh, the UK, so I'm not going to make any comments on the summer solstice because we've still got a summer to go, go through. Rather, I'm happy to say my wife Jo bought me a fantastic book on edible fungi on the weekend. Um, I'm looking forward to um, digesting its contents, shall we say. Um, it certainly looks very, very comprehensive. It covers um, all manner of fungi from uh, the UK, Ireland and Europe, um, showing which how you identify the edible ones and what ones to avoid, because um, foraging for fungi is obviously a, um, a risky affair if you don't know what you're picking, because some of the uh, poisonous fungi will, will kill you very quickly. They um, either cause kidney and liver failure, um, or they can cause respiratory arrest, so it's certainly not for the faint-hearted. Um, I'm by no means an expert. Um, I had a friend in the New Forest who um, had a very successful sideline foraging for mushrooms there and selling them onto the restaurants, and they knew their, their craft very well. They told me a little bit about it, but wouldn't show me the locations where they forage for obvious reasons. They want to keep them fairly, um, uh, fairly secret. Um, you don't own... Uh, fungi in the UK because they're, they're, they're not cultivated, they're growing wild so you can pick them anywhere. In fact you can actually go onto someone's lawn and pick a, a field mushroom if you so wanted to as long as you didn't cause any damage. Um, they've got some wonderful names, I mean some like the the, the death cap I think would its name alone would deter me from uh, wanting to eat it. Um, but there's some uh, other ones, there's a, um, um, a blue leg brownie which apparently is introduced from the North America's and that's um, hallucinogenic um, so although it grows now it's quite well established in the UK you aren't allowed to pick it and you aren't allowed to possess it it's um, it, it's obviously because we'd be using it for um, hallucinogenic purposes um, so most of the ones we, when we're doing um, um, magic mushrooms once people do take it's usually um, a muscarine or a, a derivative of that that's causing the um, Hallucinogenic, hallucinogenic effects. Um, so uh, now I'm just interested in the, the taste. I can spot things. I like things like the beefsteak mushroom because it certainly is a nice big one and it feels like it's um, um, it's got a very sort of meaty taste to it. Um, but uh, I'm also intrigued. I mean, our clearly our back lawn has a, um, several well-established mycelia. Is that the plural of mycelium? Uh, which is the main body of the fungus growing underground because um, most autumns we have a um, fairly rich um, variety of, uh, of fungi and you know, toadstools and mushrooms popping up. So I think um, I'm looking forward to seeing if I can identify any and see if there, any of them are, um, uh, are edible. Um, I'm certainly not a forager by any stretch of the imagination, but it is fascinating how um, there are things when you're out walking in the in, in the countryside that you can pick up and you can eat them. But uh, a lot of that sort of knowledge and lore has um, largely fallen by the wayside, I suppose, as we're um, more focused on um, buying our foods from supermarkets and that sort of thing. So yes, I think. Um, it, uh, I think it takes a lot of experience to to develop that kind of practice so that you can 100% guarantee that the, the fungi that you're picking um, is, is safe to eat and certainly the one rule this friend gave me was if you are 99% sure it's edible, don't pick it.